we'll make it all right. God is able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. He's alive. Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace givings. Uh, through our app and um, if you can't make up the service so don't forget about that we always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry and if you can't make it again our website as well uh, give website and on our app uh, Givelify shall we pray oh gracious Father in heaven thank you again for allowing us another chance uh, another week uh, to see your blessings and grace we thank you for last week Hopefully, Lord, begin this week with our minds on you and everything that you can do in our lives. Lord, prepare us for what you have prepared for us. Give you all the glory and praise. Just do you. We honor you and adore you, Lord, for being the God that you are. Bless this weak, feeble servant that I am. Give me strength on high. Say a word to be a blessing for those under the sound of my voice. And also, Lord, we ask you to bless your word. Remove me and increase you. Increase your word. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight. O my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus the Christ's name we pray. Amen. Glad to be with you once again. Here with a few minutes with Pastor Mac. I hope you had a great week. And hopefully this week begins new for you uh, with the Lord on your mind. Uh, last week we gave you the uh, scripture of Hebrews 10, 23 through 26. And uh, that's what we'll pitch our tent for this week of course uh, hebrews 10 23 through 26 next week lord says the same romans 12 um, 9 through 12 will be where we take a glance for next week hebrews 10 23 through 26 is our text and uh, some scholars and theologians say that this author is unknown but i believe it's a paulinian twist uh, terminology use in here. So Paul, uh, I would give it credit to for writing is too much coincidences of same vernacular and phrases. Um, I leave me to believe with Paul, but, uh, Hebrews 10, 23, let us hold on to the confession of our faith without wavering since he who promised is faithful and let us consider one another in order to provoke love and good works not neglecting to gather together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging each other and all the more as you see the day approaching. For if we deliberately go on sinning after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins. The grass withers and the flower fades away, but the word of our God shall stand far ever. So I want to tag this text as we continue in the series, Hope to Lean On. Uh, let us 
let let us. A few weeks ago, um, the lottery was up a few bucks, <laughs> to say the least. And there was some change to be had by the lottery. It was in uh, hundreds of millions of dollars. And no matter if some people had played and bought before, they were going to purchase again because the hope that is generated by winning the ticket is too good to pass up. You know some folk who have played for years and years. And yes, they win uh, little amounts, but never have they been fortunate enough um, to win the big one. Hope captivates and motivates movement by a person or persons. Online relationship websites are based on hope. No matter how many times a person has tried, um, they keep on because they can keep trying and trying, but the hope of I will meet the right one is too good to pass up. Sports teams are built on hope. No matter how bad a team is, there is hope that one day we will see a winner. The writer today, as I told you, Paul, gives us a directive that no matter what you do, don't you rebel against God. The Jews who had accepted the belief of Jesus Christ had begun to turn back to a Judeo-centric belief of tradition and the law. Paul said to continue to confess the hope you have in Jesus rather than drift from the faith or neglect your salvation. Remember, when your get up and go has gotten up and gone, you need someone who can lift you up. You might not be winning right now, but let us hang on in there. You might not be on top right now, but keep on keeping on in his name. Well, Paul lays out a few things for us to let us continue in doing these things to help us to maintain hope in Jesus. And first, let us hold on to the hope. Simple. Let us, in verse 23, let us hold on to the confession of our hope without wavering, since he who promised is faithful. That exhortation, let us hold fast. That's what the similar vernacular that I told you Paul uses. Let us. It's not the only place he uses let us. He says, let us hold fast. And it might as well be written on the cover of every Christian Bible. Let us hold fast to the word, the gospel. We live in such a time that changes. It's a changeful age. And man has thought it can do better than God by coming up with concepts and things that go against the word. And that we all need to be exhorted to be rooted and grounded confirmed and established, confident and solid in the truth. That's where some of us have really let go, dropped the ball, let go of uh, most of our Christianity. We have taken on from other beliefs and other people and added that to our Bible and thereby negating what has been written, erasing what has been given and trying to change it to fit our narrative and our agenda. That's the problem we're in in the world right now. 
Because we've decided to be different. Instead of holding on fast, we've decided we can go with the times. <laughs> we've wavered. We've given in. We've changed our mind. We've changed our precepts. We've changed our beliefs. We've allowed folk to come tell us how to raise our children. We've allowed folk to tell us how to praise our God. We've allowed other folks how to tell us how to think about certain moral issues that now have become the prominent attraction to certain churches and beliefs. We got to be unwavering. <laughs> In the truth, grounded, confirmed, established, solid, profound in the truth. Because our God is faithful. We got to be faithful and he keeps his promises. <laughs> because he is faithful. We can have assurance of that, that God is faithful. That God will do just what he said he will do. There's not a place in the Christian experience for a hope that is firm at one time and shaky at another. That's where some of my believers are. That's why you don't see certain folk in church because they've had an experience of some shaky time and it has affected the firm time because they've had more shaky and it is taken away from the firm time and the hope has been disintegrated, it dissolved, it has dissipated because the shaky has turned the hope into flaky. They were firm at one time, but too much shakiness will empty your hope chest, will change your mind. Yeah, brothers and sisters, you leave Christ and Leave the faith, commit apostasy, heresy. You have lost your hope. Unfortunately, that's why some folk have not been in church in so young, so long, years and years, because they've lost all hope. They lost it. Lost relationship, fellowship with Christ. Lost hope, fellowship relationship with the people around them that should be undergirding them for discipleship in life. Then Paul says, secondly, let us gather in love and encourage. Verse 24 through 25, and let us consider one another in order to provoke love and good works, not neglecting to gather together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging each other. And all the more as you see the day approaching, discouragement made them avoid community at the very time they needed the most. Can I say that again? The problems of their life made them stop coming to church at the very time. See, we had that problem where we think we need to come to church only when it's good. But we need to come to church all the time. Everybody he said, forsake not the assembly. He said that in, in other verses of the Bible, in, in Hebrews, matter of fact, forsake not the assembly. He said, uh, do not neglect together, 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 as some are in the habit of doing. Jesus meets us in one another to stir up love and good work, or provoke, provoke us, stir us up. 
The not believers can drift away and cease to thrive. Yeah, that's why you come like you took with folk who hadn't been at church regularly. Show up and they need prayer. Huh. And what I told you, you got to be in the will of God and God's will be done because some folk are playing. Some folk are not dedicated, committed. That's why next year our theme I'm working on faithfully in 23, committed to Jesus faithfully in 23. We got a lot of uncommitted folk. But they show up when they need them. They show up when they need pastor to pray. They pastor pray for me. You ain't been in church in four months. Ain't been to church in five months. Hey, this coronavirus, you ain't been to church in a year. Pastor, pray for me. Believe you drifting. You're living as you want to live. And you cease to thrive in your faith. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why we be with one another. It's the only place, matter of fact, that Paul uses the expression one another. Though it's frequently found in the New Testament, he's speaking of a mutual activity in which one and believers encourage one another, not one where leaders direct the rest of us as to what they are to do. That's why you don't see me running behind folk. Yeah, my brother says that you're not coming for me. I don't want you doing this for me. I don't want you doing this because the pastor came and ran you down. You need to be in full fellowship and relationship with Jesus. <laughs> Say that again, preach Pastor Mac. I'm doing the best I can. You need to be in relationship with Jesus. Believers encouraging one another, not because the leaders, Direct the rest as the what not see I can't direct you to come to church. I ask you, you tell me, tell me we try to tell me. But if you don't have a heart, I'm talking about Christian folk. Unsaved folk, they they're not gonna make it. They they going to hell. They so we gotta tell the gospel, we gotta go tell share the gospel with them. They uh, that's no point, that's a moot point. Those who are not of Christ don't understand Christ. You need to get saved, you need to repent. I'm talking about Christians, believers. Those followers of Christ, you can't be directed by the leaders. You need to be having a heart for yourself. That's why he used the word provoke, stir up, strong. It means to incite, incitement. It's either used here in a good sense or it can be bad. You can incite a crowd, contention. But it seems to suggest that loving one another, Will not just happen. You got to have an intentional, uh, yeah, brothers and sisters, on in gathering in love and encouragement. Uh, yeah, my brothers and sisters, got to be serious about this. Got to be serious about not forsaking this symbol of ourselves together. It's forsaken fellowship is a sure way to give place to discouragement. And this discouragement festers what God's people are not exhorting one another. You ever wonder why you get so sensitive when people say certain things? Because you haven't been in fellowship, communion with God's believers, God's people. I mentioned just some only go to church if they feel they need it. At that time, but our motivation for fellowship 
must be to obey God and give to others. We can and should gather with believers to encourage someone who needs to stand strong against the tide of discouragement. Oh, my brothers and sisters, let us gather to receive something from God. Let us gather to give something to God. Let us gather to encourage each other by shared faith and experiences. Let us gather to bless one another and work together, not neglecting to meet together. Well, brothers and sisters, beloved, lastly, Paul, verse 26, says, let us be intentional. And what, what Paul means by Intentional. He used the word deliberate. For if we be deliberately going on sinning after receiving the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins. Well, what he's talking about is that we're still, in a sense, willfully sinning. But, but, but every sin is a willful sin. But here Paul elaborates of something much more severe and relevant to these discouraged Jewish Christians who have contemplated a retreat from Christianity. Basically, he's saying that their return to Judaism and its sacrificial system is ultimately a turning their back on Jesus. That's what he don't want us to do, is that he don't want us to turn our backs on Jesus, because they turn their backs on the fellow Christians. And what he's saying is it may easily lead to a forsaking of Christ. And if you uh, reject Jesus as the ultimate sacrifice. There is no other sacrifice uh, that can cleanse our heart. Uh, am I right about it? Uh, and out of all the things he's done for us, uh, he's been faithful to us. Uh, how can we lose hope in an unchanging God? Uh, God's faithfulness uh, is seen in the fact that he woke us up this morning in our right minds and in reasonable hell. We woke up this morning with air to breathe and food to eat. People we love all around us because he is faithful and we can keep our hope in him. Good morning, everybody. But the question remains, uh, will you commit your life uh, to deny yourself uh, all or nothing kind of living? Uh, will you worship God uh, with all your life? No matter what you're going through, uh, you still owe him some praise. Uh, let us uh, rejoice in his name. Uh, let us uh, continue to lift his name. Uh, no matter what trial you're facing, uh, you owe him some praise. Uh, let us uh, worship him. Uh, let us 
praise his name. No matter what you're going through, Isaiah said it this way, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. David put it this way in Psalms number 135. He said, I wait for the Lord. My whole being waits, uh, and in his word, uh, I put my hope. Uh, last week I told you, wait and hope. Uh, in his faithfulness, quit talking about the struggles, but talk about the Savior. Don't complain about your difficulties, but tell the news about your deliverance. Don't dwell on the trials and tribulations, but give him thanks for all he's done. He woke you up this morning, started you on your way. You had some food to eat. You had capacity of your mind. You had faculties of your limbs. He allowed you to come to his house and give him praise. Give him glory for all he's done. Because on a Friday night, they marched him up Calvary's Hill with a cross, a cross on his shoulder, nail nails in his hands, riveted his feet, pierced him in his side, and he died on that cross. He died till the moon was Washed away in blood, he died to the sun stopped shining, he died to the earth shook like a drunk man, he died to the soldiers said, surely, surely, surely. This must be the son of God. And he took him off that cross. And it's the reason why we can keep our hope. He took him off that cross, laid him in a borrowed tomb. But he didn't stay there, stay there all night, Friday night. But he didn't stay there, stay there all day Saturday and Saturday night. But he didn't stay there early. I said early. Sunday morning, he got up from the grave with all power in his hand. Let us continue to keep our hope in him. Let us continue to keep our faith in him. Won't he do it? Somebody say yes. yes. Invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus and the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better, get saved allow him to come into your life simply say this prayer jesus i need you in my life i believe you died and rose again on the third day i trust you to control my life and to enhance my future if you said that prayer uh, is as simple as abc accept believe and commit if you did that we would love to hear from you you may contact us through our email get praise on at houseofpraisepp.org or you may go simply to our website www.houseofpraisepp.org contact us and someone from our discipleship team I will get back with you 
with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said will be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week. Uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you. County line. We love you to life and you can't do anything about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. We hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you. And we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out.